Whenever I hear that reading from the first chapter of the Gospel of John about the light shining in the darkness, I think about how when I was growing up, my mother always left the bathroom light on just outside my bedroom. Uh, As you might expect, I'm not sure if it was for you, but there was a time for me when I did not like the dark. I was sure that there were monsters under my bed. And if I let any limb outside the covers, I made sure I was all wrapped up and I just stared out at that light. But I knew if I let any limb outside those covers, uh, something might just grab it. The dark was filled with unknown. It was filled with uncertainty. It was filled with anxiety. And that bathroom light helped me find peace in the midst of the darkness. We celebrate this day, this day that Christ was born, because that blessed event assures us that in uncertain and in anxious times of our life, That's the case, whether we think of that personally or perhaps even as a nation. In times when we are not sure what is lurking, what might grab hold of us, that we have a light that shines in the darkness, that we have a Savior, and because of that, we can risk uncovering all of who we are and spread a little bit of that light in what is sometimes a too dark world. There's so much wonderful imagery in the story that we just heard, the Christmas story, but I especially love those shepherds. Have you ever been in the middle of a field on a dark yet starry night? Uh, you think about those shepherds out there in, those, in that field underneath Millions of stars, they must have felt so small in the midst of that vast universe. In the trip that uh, some of us from our church took to Morocco, uh, I felt like this, feeling very small in the midst of the Sahara with the stars unimaginable above me. feeling perhaps more insignificant than I've ever felt before, smaller than I ever felt before, feeling like I'm sure those shepherds must have felt in the midst of that dark night, insignificant, insufficient, these outcasts, these loners looking up at the sky, not sure how they fit in to the world that they lived in, Have you ever felt that way? Insignificant, insufficient, like you were just one small person, a cog in the machine alone. Well, when you feel that way, I want you to think about those shepherds. Because as they stood there in that field, feeling just that way, A light shone in the darkness. 
God through those angels say to people like us, I bring you, you, I bring you good news of great joy for all the people. This story brings us sufficiency in our insufficiency, brings us significance in our insignificance, brings us bright light, not only on that first Christmas Eve, but light in the midst of the dark times that we feel in our life, in every day of our lives. So the question is, what are we going to do with this good news of great joy? This is a good question. It's one that the shepherds must have asked themselves. Well, the first thing those shepherds do is that they go with haste. They don't have theological debate. They don't have uh, a, a psychological analysis. They don't discuss the situation philosophically. They go. They respond to the call of God in their life. In that moment in the darkness, alone and afraid. They go with all of that uncertainty, with a sense of mystery, they respond. And this is true for all those who uh, feel those bright lights of that first Christmas story. Mary and Joseph, who have the angels shining bright with the same good news, they reach out in response to how God has reached out to them, just like those shepherds, Mary and Joseph, must have felt as we can feel at times, we are not worthy. Our, our smallness, our unworthiness, our whatever, could never allow us to be good enough for God. But through the darkness of the despair they must have felt, God reaches down and grabs hold of them, and God reaches to down to us and grabs hold of our life and wants to lead us in the same sort of way to a place where we experience God's love alive for us and feel changed by it. The question is, will we respond to that light that shines for us, this message that has been brought to us in Christmas? Will we be able to hear that call that God has for us in our lives and be not afraid and come and see and live into what God can do through us and for us and with us. In this Christmas story, this vast distance that exists between God and us, that gap closes in an instant, not by us, but by God who in Jesus says, here I am. Will you take a step with me? Everyone is welcome. You look at that crazy manger scene with the wise men and the shepherds and the, this, this teenage, these teenage parents, soon to be refugees, and the middle of them all, a Savior was born for them and for us and for our world. Do you feel that new birth happening in you? 
that new creation possible in you. These wise men, these magi, these astronomers of old, they anticipated that light. It directed them through danger involving leaders in government who had ulterior motives and ill intentions. I want to ask if that sounds familiar, but we'll just leave it there. Through the darkness that they journeyed because they believed in an ancient story that told them that they could trust in a God that would lead them in the right direction, that would lead them through the darkness to God's love alive in the midst. This Christmas story might seem like an ancient story to us. But like those wise people of old, we have to let it direct our lives in the midst of the difficult and the dark times that we might feel individually or that we might feel collectively. We have to let it transform our human intentions and instead seek new ways of seeing and new ways of hearing and new ways of being. Children of God together. Those shepherds and those wise men, they left that manger scene. They left and went back to their lives, but they didn't go back the same. They, they were changed. They returned glorifying and praising God. They returned, as it says in the scriptures, a different way, away from the powerful and the corrupt and the uncaring government leader to trusting life, to living life with the reality of God's love alive with them. God had whispered God's love to them, and God whispers God's love to us in this silent night, asking us to remember how those wise men and shepherds left to tell the world what that light meant to them, what that light meant for them, and how that light could shine through them. Believing the impossible. Trusting in the future. Desiring to be the people of God that God had invited them to be because God welcomed them into God's story. And God does the same for each one of us. Who will we tell? How will we respond? My prayer is that we do not leave this place tonight empty-handed or empty-hearted, that we go as the people did in the first Christmas story, looking to reveal that light of God that has been revealed to us, a light for Christ that leaves this place shining bright, purely because it leaves within us with a new hope and a new trust, a strength for the journey, a strength and a light that no darkness can overcome. Live within that gospel truth today because when all the other lights of Christmas are turned out and packed away, it's going to be up to you. It's going to be up to us to be the lights of Christ that keep on shining bright throughout the year. 
and who knows how this year will be. But it will, I promise you, this year, like every year, is going to need people within it that are listening, that are looking, that are believing in, that are trusting in a love of God, in a hope of Christ, in a light that shines not just a faraway place in a manger long ago, but a light that shines in each of us, that can make a difference in this world, that can make a difference in our lives. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we come before you on this day, on an each day, seeking and searching, just like those within the story we just heard. And we would just ask for your guidance in this year ahead. Open up to us hopefulness in the midst of hopelessness that seems to surround us. Give us trust in the midst of uncertainty. Help us to be the loving people you call us to be in the midst of too much unloving people filling our hearts and minds. Help us to be people of the light as we move forward on this night and in every day of our lives. We pray these prayers in Jesus' name. Amen. Now as we share in our offering this morning, I invite you to uh, give our, our Christmas offering, um, whether you put it in the envelope or not, this Christmas offering is used to empower our uh, university student and campus ministry, our young adult ministry. Most of those folks are gone away to home, um, but usually the church is filled with, with those sorts of folks. And Natalie's involved in the campus, is, leads up the campus ministry at MIT. So please give knowing that your giving uh, makes a difference in people's lives and those young people's lives and help them, help them in those, that formational time period in their life. Let us share in our offering this morning, this evening. 